Jock Johnstone, The Tinkler, by James Hogg. From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 7, Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2. Read for LibriVox.org, by Sonia as the narrator. Adrian Stevens as Lord Douglas. Craig Franklin as Jock Johnston. And Thomas Peter as the chaplain. Jock Johnston, The Tinkler. O came ye o'er by the Yokeburn ford, or doon the king's road o'er the cluch, or saw ye a knight and a lady bright, or ha gain the gate they beth shall rue. I saw a knight and a lady bright ride up the cluch at the break of day, the knight upon a coal black steed, and the dame on one of a silver grey, and the lady's palfrey flew the first. With many a clang, a silver bell, swift as the raven's morning flight, the two went scouring o'er the fell. By this time they a man and wife, and standing in St. Mary's fane, and the lady in the grass-green silk, a maid you will never see again. But I can tell thee, saucy white, and that the runaway shall prove, revenge to a Douglas is as sweet, as maiden charms or maiden's love. Since thou sayest that, my lord Douglas, good faith some clinking there will be. Beshrew my hat but and my sword, if I win a turn and ride with thee. They whipped out over the shepherd cluch, and down the links of the coarse cluch burn, and either Douglas swore by his sword to win his love or never return. First fight your rival, lord Douglas, and then brag after if you may, for the Earl of Ross is a brave a lord, as ever good weapon sway. But I for I, poor Silla Merk, or thirteen pennies at a bobby, will take in hand to fight your beath, or beat the winner, which e'er it be. The Douglas turned him on his steed, and he wot the loud laughter look he. Of other fools I have ever met, Man, I had never met ain like thee. Art thou a king to lord or knight, or courtly squire or warrior leal? I am a tinkler, quo the white. But I like crown cracking uncle wheel. When they came to St. Mary's Kirk, the chaplain shook for very fear, and a he kissed the cross and said, What devil has sent the Douglas here? He neither values book nor ban. But curses all without demure, and cares ne mair for a holy man than I do for a worthless care. Come here, thou bland and brittle priest, and tell to me without delay where you have hid the Lord of Ross and the lady that came at the break of day. No knight or lady, good Lord Douglas, have I beheld since break of morn, and I never saw the Lord of Ross since the woeful day that I was born. Lord Douglas turned him round about and looked the tinkler in the face, where he beheld a lurking smile and a devil of a dour grimace. How's this, how's this, thou tinkler loon? Hast thou presumed to lie on me? Faith that I have, the tinkler said, and a right good turn I have done to thee, for the Lord of Ross and thy own true love, the beauteous Harriet of Thirlstain, Raid west away i' the break o' day, And ye'll never see that dear maid again. So I thought it best to bring ye here, On a rang scent of my own accord. For had ye met the Johnston clan, 
they would have made mincemeat of a lord. At this the Douglas was so wroth, he wist not what to say or do, but he struck the tinkler over the crone, till the blood came dripping over his brow. Beshrew my heart, quoth the tinkler lad. Thou bearst thee most ungallantly. If these are the manners of a lord, they are the manners that win a gang down with me. Hold up thy hand, the Douglas cried, and keep thy distance, Tinkler Loon. That will I not, the Tinkler said, though I and my mare should both go down. I have armour on, cried the Lord Douglas. Curious and harm as you may see. The deal me care, quoth the Tinkler lad. I shall have a scalp at them and thee. You are not host, quoth the Lord Douglas. And no remorse this weapon brooks. Mine's a right good yard, quoth the tinker lad. And a great deal better nor she looks. So stand to thy weapons, thou haughty lord. What I have taken I needs must give. Thou shalt ne'er strike a tinkler again, for the longest day thou hast to live. Then to it they fell, both sharp and snell, till the fire from both their weapons flew. But the very first shock that they met with the Douglas's rashness gan to rue. For though he had on a sark of mail, and the cuirass on his breast wore he, with a good steel bonnet on his head, yet the blood ran trickling to his knee. The Douglas sat upright and firm, ay, as together their horses ran, but the tinkler laid on like the very devil. Sitch and strokes were never laid on by man. Hold up thy hand, thou tinkler loon, cried the poor priest with whining din. If thou hurt'st the brave Lord James Douglas, a curse be on thee and all thy kin. I care no more for Lord James Douglas than Lord James Douglas cares for me, but I want to let his proud heart know that a tinkles a man as well as he. So they fought on, and they fought on, till good Lord Douglas' breath was gone, and the tinkler bore him to the ground with rush, with rattle, and with groan. O'Han, O'Han, cried the proud Douglas, that I this day should have lived to see, for sure my honour I have lost, and a leader again I can never be. But tell me of thy kith and kin, and where was bred thy weapon hand, for thou art the whale of tinkler loons that ever was born in fair Scotland. My name's Jock Johnson, quoth the white. I winna keep him my name's pray thee. And here, tack thy sword again, and better friends we two shall be. But the Douglas swore a solemn oath, that was a debt he could never owe. He would rather die at the back of the dyke than owe his sword to a man so low. But if thou wilt ride under my banner, and bear my livery and my name, my right-hand warrior thou shalt be, and I'll knight thee on the field of fame. Woe worth thy wit, good Lord Douglas, to think I'd change my trade for thine. Far better and wiser would you be to live a journeyman of mine. To mend a kettle, or a cask, or clout a good wife's yetling pan. Upon my life, good Lord Douglas, you'd make a nobler tinkler man. I would give you a dram at twice a day, and sunkets on a Sunday morn, and you should be a rare adept in steel and copper, brass and horn. 
I'll fight you every day you rise, till you can act the hero's part. Therefore I pray you think of this, and lay it seriously to heart. The Douglas writhed beneath the lash, answering with an inward curse, like salmon wriggling on a spear that makes his deadly wound the worse. But up there came two squires renowned, in search of Lord Douglas they came, and when they saw their master down, their spirits mounted in a flame. And they flew upon the tinkler white, like perfect tigers on their prey, but the tinkler heaved his trusty sword and made him ready for the fray. Come one to one, ye coward knaves, come hand to hand and steed to steed. I would that ye were better men, for this is glorious work indeed. Before you could have counted twelve, the tinkler's wondrous chivalry had both the squires upon the sword and their horses galloping over the lee. The tinkler tied them neck and heel, and many a biting jest gave he. Oh, fife a shame, said the tinkler lad. Second fighters I never did see. He slid one of their bridle reins. Oh, what disgrace the conquered feels! And he scalped the squires with that good toss, till the blood ran off at both their heels. The Douglas, he was forced to laugh, till down his cheek the salt tear ran. I think the devil be come here in the likeness of a tinkler man. Then he has to Lord Douglas gone, and he raised him kindly by the hand, and set him on his gallant steed, and bore him away to Henderland. Be not cast down, my Lord Douglas, nor writhe beneath a broken bane, for the leech's art will mend the part, and your honour lost will spring again. Tis true, Jack Johnson is my name. I'm a right good tinkler, as you see, for I can crack a cask betimes, or clout one, as my need may be. Jock Johnson is my name, tis true, but noble hearts are allied to me, for I am the lord of Annandale, and a knight and an earl as well as thee. Then Douglas strained the hero's hand, and took from it his sword again. Since thou art the lord of Annandale, Thou hast eased my heart of mickle pain. I might have known thy noble form, In that disguise thou art pleased to wear. All Scotland knows thy matchless arm, And England by experience dear. We have been foes as well as friends, And jealous of each other's sway, But little can I comprehend Thy motive for these pranks to-day. Cease, my good lord, the truth to tell. T'was I that stole your love away, and gave her to the Lord of Ross an hour before the break of day. For the Lord of Ross is my brother, by all the laws of chivalry, and that I brought with me a thousand men to guard him to my ain country. But I thought meet to stay behind, and try your lordship to waylay, resolved to breed some noble sport by leading you so far astray. Judging it better some lives to spare, which fancy takes me now and then, and settle our quarrel hand to hand, than each with our ten thousand men. God sends you soon, my Lord Douglas, to bore the furry sound and heal, but never strike a tinkler again, if he be a Johnston of Annandale. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.